0: come on Let me tell you about welcome
1: uh-huh. yeah, yeah. back take to the another of episode of facts of life I am your host Sakia and we have a surprise or a, a treat for you guys today um so I am not here alone and I would like the other person in the room to introduce herself so that we can get today started
2: <laughs> okay hello uh my name is michelle or Sheba. michelle shiba ms creative af and i am a podcaster and i am the host of dream chasers on between us girls a future podcast network and i'm here today because i like to talk
1: yes and i appreciate you for being here um so michelle we're gonna try something out and michelle is gonna be frequent frequenting the show um starting today so i'm happy to have you here i'm grateful that you decided to come on um and i want to make sure that you guys are subscribing to the podcast and downloading the podcast on apple soundcloud iheart stitcher google play spotify Um, So that you can stay informed and notified when we drop a new episode. All right. Um, So let's get into living my best year. So we are officially at the end of the year. And um, yeah, we made it through 2020. I mean, we still got a few weeks to go, but um, the year is pretty much almost
2: over. So you want to talk about you want to do a recap of your 2020? Yeah, I mean, I don't mind doing it. My my information is always going to be a little bit a little bit heavy, but <laughs> but it's going to be a healing for somebody, I'm sure. Yeah. Um okay, so man, number 1, January kicked off with okay, I'm about to explode into greatness <laughs> and I was just preparing myself for like, you know, to just take my business to the next level yeah and I was like I'm gonna help all the creatives and I'm mm. gonna I'm gonna really be out here doing it boom bam boom right and then of course um, we saw March arrive <laughs> and life changed dramatically mm. and for me that meant that I had seen the manifestation of a vision I had in 2019 that made me depressed oh so yeah okay. girl. so I had this major download in um, April right the same weekend that Nipsey Hussle was killed and it was like okay we need to build community we're supposed to be connecting on some internet money yeah and like we need a new school and community workspace and you know society is falling and blah 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 and all this stuff and so <laughs> like I was talking about it to people and they were like sissy sound a little bit unstable and I was like, okay, so I stopped talking about it,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: I, I felt very frustrated, like for the rest of 2019, because I was like, well, how do I live here knowing this and like realizing that like we're so expansive and we're just like sitting in our bodies, like wasting this good energy that could be connecting to Source God, however you say it,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and manifesting all this great stuff. So, whenever I saw it come in 2020, that made me depressed too, because I was like, oh, you are for real weirdo now grow you for real for mm-hmm. real and it took me a minute to get back on track and I saw myself going to like all of my really bad or um, not as positive coping tools to deal with the with the shutdown because I mean it was like oh my god what are you gonna do now
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it was like in that moment I just decided that I was going to find joy anyway yeah and I was gonna figure out how to climb out of the hole and I was like I gotta help these other people you know I can't just wallow in my depression and blah, blah, blah. Right. So, I mean, it was not a bad year for me. Like, it was tough because we lost a lot of people. Mm
0: -hmm. But
2: I think the purpose of this whole experience was for us to really just get into our wounds and figure out how to start healing so that we could express more love here. Right. Because, you know, like, now we're moving into the age of Aquarius where we're going to be exploding in love Mm -hmm. and just really dealing with each other in different ways where we don't have this, like, heavy patriarchy and – everything is like super masculine like we're moving into a time where love is really going to be expressed and i think it was good for me to hit the pit
0: Mm -hmm. because
2: i came out with all that information that i can now give to other people so i just you know it's not just about me it's about everybody and i'm just really i'm really grateful yeah for the experience so i mean i'm looking forward to 2021
1: right that sounds like an eventful year
2: yeah absolutely
1: eye-opening refreshing Um, yes So I'm glad that you had that experience and that you want to continue to do more. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you because this year it was, um, you know, rocky for a lot of people and, you know, some people made it through, some people didn't, Mm -hmm. but I'm glad that you found ways to like really get through it the best way that you knew how to get through it for real.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I wish that for everybody Mm -hmm. because, you know. Like I said, when I saw myself reaching for those poor coping tools, I was like, I know it's not just me. Right. There's yeah. a lot of people, people who are, you know, going to overeat themselves to death mm-hmm. or people who might actually just be so depressed that they commit suicide and now look like that's exactly what we're, where we're at. So,
1: yeah, some people did have a rough time. Like, um, you know, I thought I didn't really think too much of it at first um, because I, you know I, I needed the relief from my job too because I just mm-hmm. don't enjoy going there truthfully. Mm-hmm. so for me it was like yes yeah. you know like and I was feeling bad about that too because I'm just like damn like some people are really having a hard time being at home. And I'm like, I love being at home. Like, right.
2: <laughs> but I mean, we <laughs> I feel the do. opposite. Yeah, Yeah. but like, I mean, we shouldn't feel bad about that because everybody mm-hmm. has a different experience. Like, right. I think whenever you start to feel like something is hard, like there's a lesson for you in that. Mm-hmm. So like, just like you, I'm like, oh man, I'm tired of coming up here. Right. But it's because we're supposed to be living free.
1: Right. You know, yeah. and like
2: those people who are like, I need to go to work. Those people have to be around others right so like they need to learn that like it's okay to be by yourself
1: right you know that's a tough reality because i remember when i you know first started to learn how to be by myself it was tough for me like i'm not gonna lie so i've kind of like overcame that being alone type of thing um like i got a couple of dogs because i was (laughs) i was lonely and that never worked out so it was just like maybe it's just me meaning i need to be by myself you mm-hmm. know like it's not the end of the world and you know i know everybody's on their different journeys with that but you know i i will say that it gets better um i don't have a time stamp on when but <laughs> it does get better eventually right. um so yeah um let me go over how i'm living my best year my 2020 recap oh, i'm sorry no you're good just like You, I had a plan last December Mm -hmm. that I was coming into this year swinging, everything was gonna be mine, like I was gonna, this is gonna be my year. Period. Like, I wasn't saying it like that, but I was just like, you know, I had a plan, I knew that I wanted to make a transition in my career, and you know, I had paid somebody to do my resume mm. i was being proactive like applying to jobs i even had an interview and then it was just like it kind of that part of my life kind of paused like doing the career transition and trying to move into the next chapter of my life and um you know it didn't start to hit me until the end of this like towards the end of this year that wow like the whole year has went by and like I'm still at my job you know and Mm -hmm. like that was tough for me because you know I had the opportunity to work from home and like it was a relief it was like okay I can manage this until you know I find something else but then at the same time I wasn't motivated to apply for Mm -hmm. for a job because it was just like you don't know what's happening right now people are getting laid off you know like some people are having hiring freezes, so it was just like I just didn't apply, to be honest with you. And then, you know, I had to go back to work eventually, blah, blah, blah. And so that was tough, and then it was just like, you know, I was still trying to fight to, like, make this transition. Like, I was still trying to go hard, being proactive, even at my job. Like, I'm like, okay, even if I can't find another one right now, I'm going to try something else here while I'm here. And it just wasn't working. It wasn't working. And so, you know, now I'm at the place where it's, like, I'm finally getting some more relief because I haven't been at my job um, because I took a leave of absence, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, I'm feeling better now. But, yeah, this year was just different. It was also – I feel like I also had a lot of breakthroughs this year. Um, And it was – I was – started going back to therapy back because like I had you know I've been going to therapy and I had took a little break um and then I started to be more consistent in May that's when I started like really being consistent and intentional about what I was going to talk about so like I feel like I, I felt like I was having You know these breakthroughs about you know relationships and forgiveness and you know effective communication so many different things and so that was really really good because i'm like i feel like this was maybe the most transformative year i've had since being in houston too like because like i'm really getting to the core of my issues so that i can like navigate and do what's best for my life and like not hold on to um, you know things of the past and not trying to compete with other people and trying to like just live in my own li- you know live my own life in my own world you know what I mean like and just do what works for Zakia, and not for everybody else and like learning about boundaries and it's just been so that part has been so good like emotionally um, even though it's been rough with my job like that took a toll on me emotionally but outside of that I feel like I've just been stable and like good and like I feel good I don't feel upset or sad or you know what I mean so yeah that's how I um, live my best 2020 I paid off debt this year um, which I have been holding on to I was being intentional about that because I'm like I know eventually I want to buy a house so I'm like if you really want to buy a house you know you need to start somewhere even though you don't you may not have the down payment but it's like prepare yourself for that you know opportunity to get the house and so i picked up new skills during quarantine i was being productive during the quarantine while i was home so like trying to do new things for facts of life some equipment um so yeah i think overall it's been a good year like i can't complain i can't complain
2: yeah yeah I mean, I think that's that's really the base of it. It's like there's a lot you can complain about. Right. But there's also a lot that we can be grateful for, too. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think for me, the big lesson was really just like stop grumbling. Mm-hmm. Because we don't realize how much that puts us in a state of lack. Yeah. You know, anytime you see what you don't have. Yep. Oh, I don't have the job I want. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't have. Because, I mean, that's my same, same condition where I was like, fighting these people for a laptop for like a year and then finally in march they had to give it to me and i was mm-hmm. like oh wow yeah <laughs> you mean to tell me i this is what i was because i kept saying i need a laptop i need a laptop y'all gonna give me a laptop i, yeah. I know i need one
1: mm-hmm. i mean and now they have no choice but to yeah. give you one. yeah so
2: that always put me like okay well, which one came first was i thinking i needed the laptop or was i told i was gonna get one like yeah. i don't know which one you know and mm-hmm. But I spend a lot of time lacking right, and feeling like a victim. Yeah. And we don't have to do that because all of these things that are happening around us are, like, just material. You know, like, if we could realize how expansive we are and how, like, you know, energy never ends, never stops. Right. So even the people that we're losing, that energy doesn't go away.
1: It never dies. Right. It never dies. Um, and to me i feel like you people come back in different forms of of life so um like you said i don't feel like it's always the end um when people when their flesh is no longer here on Mm -hmm. earth but um and then you you live through their lessons too like you figure out you know like what what were they trying to do like and that's how you keep them alive as well right Mm -hmm. right i
2: mean and that helped me just like i was telling you guys about my dad and figuring out all that stuff like that has really helped me to sort of find myself mm-hmm. and you know building that relationship with my ancestors and yeah and understanding that you know that energy like I'm that DNA mm-hmm. so of course I can connect to it yeah you know in the ether
1: yeah so for sure
2: yeah like we have there's so much power out there it's like like in your prayers it's just like knowing that somebody has your back Mm-hmm. And they're gonna help to move that energy towards you. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
2: I didn't mean to go off on that tangent. <laughs> nah, you
1: good. I have a question though. Um, do you uh, do you let your candles burn while you're sleeping? Absolutely. Really?
2: Yes. Do you? No. You you blow them out?
1: Yeah.
2: I do, but I also like all night. Like, I, I light a seven day candle. I light four seven-day candles every Sunday, and I let them burn until they go out.
1: Oh, okay. Those are the long yeah the long ones you get right. from like you can get from like the bodega and shit. yeah.
2: And then um, I'll do blessings for folks. So like, mm. if I light a votive, I put it inside of a jar, and I'll just let it burn. So and it goes that out. will
1: help contain the fire.
2: Yeah, I mean it's inside of like a. It's just like putting it, you know, like a regular candle. You just stick the votive down in there.
1: Okay. Cuz I was um cuz I was burning some candles earlier today and I'm I took a nap and I'm like, should I should I blow my candles out? Because in um college and undergrad, they would tell us that we couldn't have candles. Mm-hmm. And you know obviously if we did have a candle we we trying to blow it out before we go to bed because it's like oh this is dangerous and i'm like i wonder if it's the same like in a house too like or is it just because the dorms are really small and the rooms are small
2: well i think it's just a fire hazard with that many people and Mm. everybody's not as cautious with their candles like somebody might have like a pillar candle burning like because if you don't and um, i'll tell y'all the truth if you if you're not careful with them like even with the votives if you set them inside of a jar if the flame if it gets close to the glass it will explode mm. so it's just like you just have to have like you know take care with with the flames
1: yeah okay because that kind of scared me i'm like this is kind of irresponsible zakia yeah <laughs> But I was like, I'm not going to be asleep that long, so maybe it won't be that big of a deal. Yeah,
2: I do let them burn, though. And if I if I leave the house, I just set intention over it that I know that, mm. that nothing is going to take place. Right. Like, that's what I mean by, like, feeling like I'm just – I have this amazing imagination that allows me to believe that I'm really that protected. Yeah. You know?
1: That's good. That's good. I'm not there yet in my journey. <laughs> Sometimes I – you know, like, I – It depends on like what it what the situation is sometimes i do feel like you know whatever like for example i know some people be like oh you can never say this and you know like people be like oh they're so scared of jay prince and i'm just like you know he's a man you know like why would i be scared of him like what the fuck can he do to me and even if he does physically harm me you know God don't play about me, right? So <laughs> God
2: don't play, but I am protected. I'm
1: protected period. Oh, I forgot to turn my do not disturb on and my phone is probably not recording the video. So can you pause it really quick? The recording? Sorry. We are sipping a little wine today and um we are sipping on the Royal dragonfly from Irma Rose Winery out here in Katy, Texas all my exes live in texas so (laughs) this is this is a red blend right and so our lovely engineer in the corner (laughs) wants to know what a red blend is so um it is blended with berries uh blackberries blueberries raspberries and strawberries um so that's the blend (laughs) <laughs> but it's 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 more sweet than uh yeah, like, like a regular mm-hmm. yeah i guess you could say that um it's a a passion fruit i don't know but kind of
2: does taste like punch doesn't it
1: yeah like i'm leaning <laughs> i had the opportunity to go to irma rose winery back in november with one of my friends and um she doesn't really have dry wines at her winery. They're mostly s- more on the sweet side, but it's like it's like you have your Moscato's to This kind of reminds me of like a pinot almost.
2: Mhm. But it's a lot, it is. A it, but it's
1: a lot sweeter. It you know is. But it's light, kind of like, kinda like yeah, that. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's what we sipping on today. So let's get into the facts about relationship green flags okay ooh, ooh. oh i was that's a, i was trying to do a siren but we're not talking about sirens never mind <laughs> <laughs> all right so what the let's start off with what does healthy dating look like mm. for you before we get into what relationship green flags are what does healthy dating look like for you
2: Okay, so this is going to be a new thing for me, Mm -hmm. because I don't know that I've ever really had healthy dating habits, Mm. and um, I think now that I have, you know, done a lot of healing and kind of self-reflection, I could realize the toxicity in myself Mm -hmm. and the things that were triggering me and causing me to kind of recoil or play those games or, you know, the things.
1: And I should say, what does healthy dating look like for you for, like, romantic, romantic, Um, relationship friendships and possibly getting a new employer clients yeah um.
2: okay all right so number one across the board codependency is a negative for me okay because i'm gonna need people to show up with an individual life and personality Mm -hmm. because I'm there now, right. you know, because like there was a time whenever I wasn't able to be independent and I would kind of mold myself to the person that I was dating
0: Yes.
2: more so than just like being who I was, but it's because I wasn't confident in it. Yes. And I always felt like if I couldn't be myself, if I if I was myself, then the person that I was interested in would be like, nah, we ain't, I ain't. Yeah. cause you talking about some otherworldly and I'm talking about it, and at that point I wasn't even talking about anything like that but I was still kind of expressing that and like I'm so sensitive and like I listened to on Clubhouse yesterday they were talking about um, psychedelics and relationships um, for awakening
1: yeah I know that's your bag yeah so (laughs) I was like
2: I was really interested in it and they were talking about the gifts that are there Mm -hmm. so like I was really sensitive so I would read off the person whatever you know they were feeling and they didn't necessarily want to communicate it to me because they weren't ready but I would be like diving in she didn't broke the microphone <laughs> I know
1: I don't know why I did that cause like I was trying to I'm sorry I was trying to look this like I was trying to slant and
2: well you know I have that one at home so I know the struggle of knocking it and in. but
1: I wanted can you hear does it sound fine though Go ahead,
0: does
1: it sound fine can you hear me
0: yeah i can still
1: hear you all right okay never mind i just wanted to make sure you guys could still hear me yeah i'm sorry well the mic is right here
0: do you want it
2: closer to you or are you good no
1: as long as you can hear me i'm good
2: all right okay i apologize no don't apologize thank
1: you for being patient
2: oh girl boo (laughs) um but yeah so like i'm you know i'm being a sensitive and like picking up on people's emotions and, and feelings and stuff like you can be like oh this person likes me and you're mm. like yes let's do it and they're like whoa whoa, whoa wait a minute but yeah. that's just because they're not ready to receive that much love mm. you know Yeah. but I was taking that always as a rejection because it was coming from parents mm. friends yeah. you know anybody they'd be like why is she on me yeah. because we I go together you. yeah wow. what you mean we go together but ain't <laughs> that what you just said right or Like, no I didn't say it but I'm like but you did yeah. so <laughs> So I think, like, I have to respect that other people are, like, you know, dealing with their own stuff and they're, like, not, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But I do look for somebody who is able to communicate their truth. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, that's something that I'm still working on, too. But, like, I do want you to be open. Like, do you mm-hmm. like me? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I am I reading know. this correctly? Yeah. Right right so i don't like codependency because i want people to be able to be independent because i want to be independent right because in my work i have to talk to so many different people Mm -hmm. so if you're going to be like jealous and possessive about me having this relationship or this relationship even though they're non-romantic if you feel some type of way about me spending time talking to this man about his brand or his mindset then we're gonna have a problem right
1: it ain't gonna work right yeah, so you want. It sounds like you want somebody that's gonna be supportive too, as well. Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. That's healthy. Absolutely, yeah. and like I just recently wrote a petition for a partner, mm-hmm. like in July, at the end of my last relationship. I was like, okay, so this. Stuff doesn't work for me, mm-hmm. so I know who I am, I know myself, so I know this is what will work for me, right? So I went inside and, and wrote it all down, yeah, because I was like, I'm not gonna play this game no more. Mm-hmm. So, anybody who comes into my life that doesn't fit against that, I'm like, no,
1: it's not gonna work, yeah, yeah, no, I respect that. It takes a lot to get to that point in your life where it's like, okay, this is where I'm at, and I'm not budging because I'm there too, like, it's just like, I'm not willing to go backwards in my life like i'm i'm moving forward so if this was something that i used to do and this is the result that i used to get like i don't want to feel that way Mm -hmm. anymore you know so it's like it's time to do something new and it's like it's good to recognize that so it's like you can continue to build healthy habits in your life so i definitely commend you for standing your ground and yeah. figuring out what what you want to do for sure
2: right i don't even remember the initial question i feel like i was rambling but oh, i'm gonna I I ask said, it what to does you.
1: healthy d- dating look like for you
2: okay so so i was kind of right then. Huh? <laughs> yeah <laughs> what I about you south.
1: um so healthy dating for me whether it's romantic friendship um and vetting for me I'm I am looking for a new employer
0: <laughs>
2: absolutely <laughs>
1: but um for me like right now how I'm feeling is like you have to be supportive like you said like you have to be supportive of um whatever it is that I'm trying to do in my life and um you know whatever season I'm in if you can do that like that's what I need right now you know mm-hmm. I need support Um, because it's like I'm trying new things in my life and sometimes it's not always easy it's a lonely journey when you especially like when you're trying to excel in your life and you're trying to be quote-unquote successful Um, but you know I just need somebody that's going to be supportive that's going to um, be respectful um, and non-judgmental as well Um, And that's also going to like hold a safe space for me, you know, like if I need to come vent or whatever it is, like I need that. Like, um, and I'm not afraid to say that anymore. Like I used to be afraid to say, ask for help, you know, and I remember last summer um, because like I had lost a friend um, from back home. And I said to my therapist, I'm like, you know, this is a pattern for me like I keep losing friends you know and I want to figure out like what am I doing that you know I and it's not hasn't o- sometimes um the friendships I grew apart from them you know wasn't like always an argument um but I'm just like okay so what do I need to do to like for the friends I have right now what do I need to do to make sure I maintain these friendships you know what I mean because these are new people in my life whatever I was doing with the other people wasn't working. So it's like I've been really intentional on figuring out, okay, who am I? What do I need to do to improve? Um, And not only friendships but family relationships too because it's like, you know, even though we, you know, um, sometimes we don't always have the best relationships with our family, you know, we can sometimes prevent some a lot of arguments if we figure out how to communicate or whatever it is so you know I just was trying to be really intentional so it's like you know I want to make sure that I'm being a good friend and like I want a good friend like and not with an employer but just like you know a safe space like and I want people to be intentional and um with what they want from me so like that's what healthy dating looks like for me
2: yeah yeah i saw this meme and you've probably seen it too but it was like <coughs> excuse me it was like uh when you fall in love with somebody's flowers whenever it's like i think it said like whenever it's winter or something the seasons mm-hmm. change and you can't see you know, it, or whenever you fall in love with someone's flowers, not their roots, when the season change, you don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, because people are always falling in love with what you look like on the surface or whatever you can offer to them. And they don't realize, you know, how deep you are or h- how deep your issues are. Right. And when we're talking about being in relationships, yeah, we want people to be healing and growing. But there's some things that are always going to be triggering. Yeah. And there's some things that we'll always be healing through. Yeah. So it's like, are you able to show up in that space? Right. You know, yeah. are you going to turn away from me if I hit a dip? Yeah. You know, because it's going to be some dips. Mm-hmm. So are you going to be like, oh, I can't handle this. It's crazy. Are you, yeah. is that, I mean, are you just, or are you going to be like, I understand. I respect that. Right. And I think it's funny because it's like people who do that also have their own dips yeah you know Mm -hmm. like it's almost like they see themselves and they're like oh i know this too much you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) oh oh, no i can't take this
1: i feel like a lot of people have done that to me but i'm just like well not now but i know in the past like you know i used to be a lot i used to be a whole lot i used to be doing the most for the least sometimes Mm -hmm. like you know i didn't know how to express myself that's why i was telling my friends like I spoke to a couple of my friends this week, and I'm like, when I was younger, I did not know how to express myself. I was mm-hmm. terrible at it. I was not good at that. Like, I used to go online, blasting people, mm-hmm. like, just doing all types of stupid shit. And I'm just like, I'm so glad that I'm past that now. And yeah. like, I could talk to people, and I could just be like, look, this is what's going on. This is where we at. This is how I'm feeling, whatever. Like, you know, I don't want to... I don't wanna repeat the same right. know, shit anymore. Right. So that's where I'm at. Right. Yeah.
2: And I think communication, even if it is a tough conversation, is one of the things that we'll say well I will say yes to you know mm-hmm. like okay I can try with this person because at least they can open up a little bit mm-hmm. but if I can tell because I'm going to be able to tell too much mm-hmm. and I'm going to be like see something's off with this Yeah. if I feel like you're not able to say you know what needs to be said right. I want somebody who can open and not be afraid I want vulnerability Yeah, you know mm-hmm. I want to see you naked Yeah, in your soul because yep. that's the only way we can get intimate yep. is if we're able to connect on that level because that's how you really get to know somebody and I think a lot of people are afraid of that depth mm-hmm. so somebody like me that comes in like oh I'm seeing into you and, <laughs> and, and let's go ahead and fall in love and whatever they're like oh no mm. just too much you know
1: so I know that you were supposed to go on a date
2: Yeah, I was. And I think maybe I didn't go because, well, I mean, I'm still a little bit worn from the traveling. Because, like, I haven't even unpacked my suitcase. I barely found my contact lenses to come here. Mm. And I want to go on the date and present myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to take Terrence and Michaela's mama up there. Yeah. Like, (laughs) yeah, this is a great meal. Hold on. Let me, because my son got basketball. You know, like, I want... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I want to take myself and I want to be, like, at my best. Right. And, like, I couldn't even, I was like, well, what shoes? Because yeah. I haven't, like I said, I haven't packed my suitcase or mm-hmm. anything. And I just, you know, I'm kind of tired. Yeah. But then I'm like, did you do that to sabotage yourself or do you right. really feel all that? Yeah. So, it's like I had to, like, check with myself to make sure that I wasn't sabotaging it because I mean I have a tendency to do that right to stop myself from my greatness. but that's why I understand creatives because that's what we do. Yeah, you know
1: like no, all the time. Yeah. but I mean if you feel like you know you're tired and you don't want to go then you know I will honor that and I'm sure that if the young man still wants to go out he will Like, look it's been a it's been an up and down week. People got lives. Yeah. You know, like, people got lives. So. And I'm
2: just not sure, like, like he's not really a young man. Like, this is uh, somebody older. Than okay, he's okay. older than I am. And also, it's a, like, it's an older white guy. Mm. So, and, like, my 16-year-old son was like, <laughs> he's probably going to try to be your sugar daddy. And I'm like, he's, first of all, not that old. But that's how you're <laughs> looking at me. That's how you're looking at old mom, you know? Yeah. So... I don't know, cause I, cause when I went back to look at my list today, I'm like, that ain't him, mm. you know. So I'm like, am I gonna but be wasting his like, time?
1: But I mean, you haven't really have you sat down and talked to him
2: yet? So the first thing he said to me the other day was he's so excited about the vaccine coming out, and I was like,
0: mm. not that. Was that a red flag well, it
2: wasn't necessarily a red flag. It's just that like I know we probably won't vibe mm. on on a on a level like, like maybe like, like Malcolm and and Betty, mm. you know what I mean, mm. and that's kind of what I am mm. feeling like I need in this time. Like yeah. I'm, kind of looking for my social justice king. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Come on, social justice king, wherever you at. Club. Right,
2: and I mean not to say that an older white guy cannot be a social justice king, but he's like. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that vaccine. I'm like, like oh, I'm brother. Both, um, yeah, I'm like, yeah. uh-huh.
1: Yeah, no, I understand. Uh, yeah. That's tough because it's like if you know where you stand on an issue, like especially when it comes to, you know, social justice and racism and um, you know, religion, it's going to be challenging to merge your life with somebody else that feels the complete opposite. So, I get that. Like, and I try not to let those things like be the determining factor because people can not change their mind it's like you just never know but um, speaking of red flags we usually focus on red flags but um, let's talk a little bit more about relationship green flags so I saw this post on Instagram and it had you know I don't know if it was a meme whatever quotes meme um, and it had all these characteristics of green flags because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of time when we're dating we focus on relationship red flags right. like um, you know what is this person doing wrong and it's like we never sometimes we don't really give them a chance to like you know not prove themselves but like just figure out who they really are right. and um, we're all automatically like well he doesn't do this or she doesn't do this so it's like I can't fuck with it but it's like you know one of the things my therapist taw- told me is you know um there's an eighty twenty rule like 80 perc- you're not always gonna get everything everything mm-hmm. that you want so it's like what and i guess the green flags and red flags are kind of like you know that aspect of a deal breaker but it's like what can you ignore and like it's not that deep it's like you know you may have a pet peeve about um you know somebody not washing the dishes right away but it's like if it's not gonna kill you then it's like why why would you not date them like it's not that big of a deal like it's not gonna hurt you that they don't wash the dishes within two hours of cooking you know what I mean but some people do some people prefer it and so I definitely do want to go over what a green flag is so obviously they're the opposite of red flags um they're good positive traits about this person um and so let's go over some examples of green flags so what i saw in the post was you're empathetic Mm -hmm. responsible compromised vulnerable and you practice self-care so what are some um green flags for you
2: um i'm definitely looking for somebody uh empathetic um in touch with your emotions i like that Mm.
1: um that's important
2: yeah uh communication uh being able to communicate um has a good sense of humor because life is hard. Yeah, you know, like we can't both be independent at the same time. Like that's a good. Somebody,
1: that's a good one.
2: Yeah, somebody got to be on the up and up. Somebody got to be up. <laughs> somebody got to be up. <laughs> right. Um, I wouldn't even say like financially super stable because I just want you to have your own money or mm-hmm. means of making money that belong to you. Right. Um, I'm not looking for somebody excessively wealthy like. My hope and desire, actually, is to have somebody that I can to grow a financial um, empire with. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm looking for that type of person, so I'm not necessarily looking for somebody who's just, like, excessively wealthy by themselves, because you ain't going to be telling me what to do because you have money. Right. Um. Like, are you, I don't know, not controlling? Yeah. Like, that's a huge thing for me.
1: So well you said it earlier independent
2: yeah like of
1: doing your own thing like you yeah. okay with doing your own thing right yeah and not codependent yeah
2: just really like not insecure mm-hmm. you know secure in yourself in the relationship or in the possible relationship yeah you know
1: no for sure
2: and like I have kids so mm-hmm. I mean are you at least considerate of that fact right are you interested in my kids any in any aspect right you know because I really have had too many situations Mm -hmm. in which I feel like my kids or me having kids is either like a burden to somebody Mm -hmm. but yet they don't want to yeah Mm -hmm. or
1: you've had that a lot i mean
2: i wouldn't say a ton at least two times that it has been a bother yeah Mm because they're just trying to they're like oh i gotta have me some of that Mm -hmm. oh i'll tell you what i just got to have me some of that so then i'm like in the relationship and i'm like okay but like also yeah like i have two kids so do
1: they so how how long do they usually like go on with doing it
2: shoot as long as you let them you know
1: so how do you find out
2: well, it's like it depends on the person. I mean, you'll see them um, sometimes. I mean, you can, it can go as little as like two, three months, or mm. you can have somebody who's be like, who'll be like, you know, I just really, I do love you, I do want to marry you, and we'll dangle that carrot for years. That's crazy. So like, I've had dumb two scenarios. Wow. So it's like, at mm. which point, I mean, so like upfront, I'm just like, okay, I don't, I don't have time to play around. Right. You know. Either you would it or you wouldn't Or you're not. Yeah. You know. And you can't be, and this is just for me or anybody listening that's in the same position, you can't be afraid to oh. say, uh-oh. Did it, did it spill? No. Oh, I was about to say, I, I was about to say, he could be like, see, I told y'all you can't. I know. Um, <laughs>
1: Your heart jump? No. Oh. I got I got good reflexes.
2: Yeah. You handled that.
1: You feel me? <laughs>
2: No, but you just can't be afraid to be by yourself, to end up alone, I guess, if that's the thing, by saying what you are going to accept right, and what you're, you know, going to show up for. Because, like, I just don't have time for that. Like, if I wanted to play around, I got somebody I can play with. Right. You know, but, like, that's not the move.
1: Yeah, it's definitely niggas out here playing. Mm -hmm. And they usually don't have any money, so.
2: Okay, and that's why they're playing, because they don't feel confident in themselves. (laughs) To, like, to be, like, to be, like, ready to do it. And and I'm, like, and that's a worry that you don't even need to have because there's somebody who will be, like, hey, I'll accept you as you are right now. Yeah. And let's go get this bread. And
1: that's going to be your person. Right. And that's going to be the
2: end of that. Right. And that's okay. And all these concerns about, oh, I got it. Because this is the thing I hear so much in groups. It's, like, oh, I got to be all the way put together before I can date somebody or before I can be in a relationship and it's like you must be 50 years old in a minute and <laughs> you, so like if you ain't got it together by now you haven't realized that you need somebody that's with you to help yeah. you get it together right. like maybe that's why we were created was to support each other
1: I would hope not like I, I noticed that millennials they're not really I noticed that they're really not on that. Like, some millennials are okay with, like you said, doing the work and dating at the same time. I'm kind of, like, on the fence with that, too, because I'm just like, well, for me, I know that I want to be in a career. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I know that for sure. So it's like, that's not my focus, you know, dating right now. Like, I feel like I've been going to therapy. I've been trying to get it right. So it's like... Once I do get back out there and I start dating, I could, I'm a, I'm not gonna stop going to therapy once I start dating or if I get a boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't I don't think I'm gonna do that, but like I I still feel like there's things that I want to accomplish before, you know, I'm in that space with somebody again because it can take a lot of your time, like, you know, maintaining and building a relationship with somebody, especially if you're. Your goal is to be, um, you don't know, marry mm-hmm. because that takes time and effort as well. It's like you guys have to be on the same page. You know, like, you know, when you get married, you know, it's no longer about you either. So it's like you kind of have to share your life, and that's a that can be a lot. You know, not like a lot, like a burden, but it's like you know, you're but a I family think for now. some people it is
2: yeah. a burden, the mm-hmm. thought of it. Cause I know for me I like well me too because I'm like I've been living my whole life with just my kids and it's right. like
0: now you're oh somebody new yeah
2: in. and then I have to like stop being the leader of my house mm-hmm. and I have to let somebody else direct yeah. Yeah. in some ways I mean because a lot of ways like I mean I will be better than this other party at some things right but my hope is that whoever does arrive will be good at the things that i'm not
1: right Yeah. and the things that i'm
2: just maybe feel like i don't have enough hands for right like please take over that yeah i would love it
1: no for sure that that'll be that would be lovely um a dream right
2: (laughs) i wrote it down so
1: yeah nah you're gonna get it i i i believe that i see it but um I want to go over my green flags okay. because, um, I'm definite. I was definitely that girl that used to be like, yeah, um, I need a deal breaker list, you know, yeah. and I was really hung up on it and like, um. That's one of the things I talked about, you know, with my therapist, because I was like, yeah, like, he can't be doing this, he can't be doing that. And it's like, you only focus on the negative, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and you don't really take the time to think about, like, okay, well, he may have, you know, 80% of these things. But it's like, you can't get over this one hump, which is like, it's not that deep sometimes, you know? Right. So, for me, respect is a big thing. Like, you have to be respectful respectful because I've been embarrassed, you know, way too mostly in public by by men,
2: but Mm. I'm not
1: public in private. Sorry, not in public.
2: Girl, I've been embarrassed Um, in public. You lucky.
1: (laughs) I have not been embarrassed in public yet, but in private yes, I have been embarrassed and it's like, it's not, it doesn't feel good. So it's like, I want somebody to know you know not no but i want them to have respect for me like and that they would never do no bullshit to like make me look dumb you know like you gonna think twice before you ever do some shit to like and embarrass- i don't care if it's in public or private like don't do that you know don't do it like i'm not even there and i hope i don't attract men that are still doing stupid shit like that anyway um and you also have to be kind like kindness is important to me because I feel like when you're kind, you know, you, it's a part of your character, so it's like you're never going to switch up, you know, you're going to be consistent in, um, you know, doing quote-unquote nice things, so I feel like nice, when you're being nice, it's like you kind of putting on a facade, like, okay, like I have to do this for this temporary time being, so it's like I can, I can look a certain way, I can appear a certain way to people, so it's like when you're kind, I feel like you're consistent. Um, you do acts of kindness, like, and you are being attentive to my love language. Cause that's important to me too. Like i need somebody that's gonna cater. let me cater to okay. you because baby this is your day do anything for my hey. baby you pull me away so okay. i need somebody that's gonna <laughs> cater to my love languages right
2: how many do you have <laughs> let me find out you got all of them you're like now, you're not doing no, it right. no
1: i'm not i don't like physical touch may be like the lowest number um because and i remember i saw this post on instagram and it was like oh just because you didn't do this as a child doesn't mean you can do that as an adult and it's like i'm working through it but like i wasn't i don't have an affectionate family like we're Mm -hmm. not affectionate like at all like even when i moved here to houston and it's like i don't want anybody to feel bad for me once i say this but i would i would call back home to my mom and my um grandparents i'd be like oh i miss you guys so much or whatever and they'd be like They wouldn't say anything because we didn't, we don't do shit like that. Like that's really foreign to them. And like, I'd be like, the times that I did come home, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm coming home or whatever. And they'd be like, why? And I'm like, cause I miss y'all.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) They'd be like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm not like, we don't really hug a lot um, in my family. And when I say, I love you. Especially like to my grandfather, he's like an old ass, country ass, old ass man, and he'd be like, "Oh, okay." Like it's it makes him uncomfortable right. when I say stuff like that. So anyway, yeah, like physical touch is last, but um, I really like words of affirmation. Like mm-hmm. that's my jam right there. Right. Yeah, I like when people give me you cute girl. Like, yep. Mm-hmm.
2: You better be hot. I like that too. I
1: see that fat ass. Like, right, I like stuff like that. I like that too. Right? Yeah, I need to be affirmed that I have a fat ass, <laughs> right? You're like, I mean, I already
2: know it, but do you like it too?
1: Yeah, period. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wanna <laughs> being supportive is important to me. Um, that's a green flag when you're supportive. Um, like I, I already went over that earlier, so I don't really need to yeah. go back, you know, but and also being honest, like, um being honest like that's important like i don't care if you feel like it's gonna hurt my feelings because at the end of the day like it's up to me to manage my my feelings like i'm learning that in my journey too like i used to be like you hurt my feelings but it's like they may be telling their truth you know and like that's okay that i should be okay with that but it's like if i'm upset about it what made me upset about them telling their truth about x y and z whatever it is you know Mm -hmm. like and that may be something I'm dealing with internally that I may have ignored or I pushed to the back of my mind or whatever so it's like I want to make sure that you know, you know that I'm managing my feelings so that you can always be honest like I want to make sure that this is a safe space so that you can be honest but that should also be a part of your character too like you should want to be truthful with people that you know you have in your life like yeah. friends family I don't care, um. And I also want to say, like, my green flags are for um, friends and romantic partners mm-hmm. and fam. Well, not really family, because it's kind of like you got to get them how they they already come. Right. So they're t-
2: like they're a teaching, they're <laughs> a teaching tool. You get those people because it's like you just I mean, get
1: it how you get what you get, and you yeah. don't get upset type of thing. Like that's everybody in your family ain't gonna do the work, like. You know, and the good thing about, like, I feel like picking your friends and your romantic partners is, like, you know, you see, in no shade to people's family, but it's, like, you see what your family has done, you know, and, like, you know that you don't want to do that. And, like, if you want to build your own family, because you can build a family with friends, you know, it doesn't have to just be romantic. So, it's, like, you know, like, this is what you want. This is what you need in your life. So, um, I think that's a great thing about picking friends and family is because, like, you you really get to pick and vet people out. So it's like you get what you need for your life. Like, that is – that's beautiful to me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um yeah, so I said kindness, supportive, honest, and an effective communicator.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I don't
1: want to argue with people anymore. Like, I truly don't. I know I could get a little feisty, but – deep down in my heart. I don't want to argue with nobody. Yeah. That shit is exhausting. I did it a lot. I did it a lot. And I think like a part of it was because I was angry too, like but I don't want to be arguing with people. I want to have um effective convo- um conversation. Yeah. that lead to solutions. Yeah. Whether the solutions are, you know, we <coughs> we're working together Or we just decide to move
2: on and be a part.
1: Like, so. Yeah. Those are my green flags.
2: Uh, Absolutely. I think those are great. Uh, I asked um, in my group just to query some of the people, and only the ladies responded, which is so funny. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Somebody said availability, and I was like, oh, nah, bruh. Availability? That,
1: That was a green flag?
2: Yeah, but I think maybe she meant in terms of emotional. I'm hoping yeah. that because I think emotional availability is a really good um, quality yeah. to have. Yeah. And I, But I also think that we have to make a conscious choice to not choose people Who are emotionally unavailable, and I know for me that was a huge thing because my dad wasn't really emotionally available. Mm -hmm. So every time I had a relationship with a man, I was kind of looking for that same feeling. You know, I think I talked about this whenever we I came last time when I was just talking about not wanting to send my kids out into the world looking for home Mm. when it felt like toxicity. So that's kind of the same idea. It's like the only relationships I had with men were either like being sexually assaulted. Mm or Mm -hmm. just my dad being like kind of standoffish and not because he didn't love me, but because that was what he came from. So I'm like, okay, well, this is my opportunity now to be the one that kind of breaks that cycle and to look for, not look for, but to receive a partner who is available emotionally and ready to go the distance. And by that, I just mean work on the growth of the relationship, because, I mean, we're going gr- to change. Right. Like, the person that you hook up with and say, I want to be with, is not the person that you're going to be in 10 years because you're growing. Right. You know, you have to, so.
1: Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. But I'm glad that you recognize that, for real. Because, yeah. um I was talking to my friend last night, and I was telling her, you know, something similar, like, you know, not everybody is going to want to break the cycle. But mm-hmm. it's like, it's good that you recognize that everybody in your family is not there. And it's like, you know, you want to do something different. Yeah. And you want to say like, look, my children are not going to be doing this. My grandchildren are not going to be doing this. And that's a that's a, a great decision to make. And it's also a tough decision to make because you could just say, fuck it. I'm going to just do whatever. And yeah. like, that just be it. But um, I also, I used to get caught up with, emotionally unavailable men too mm-hmm. like because it was just like you know well you hear you're ava- well you think like okay eventually they're gonna be available right you know, like, you're like I'll wear him, him down yeah or he'll realize how great, much yep we have mm, a great bond and it's, right. like, it's gonna work itself out no, no. we are not there anymore right we not there anymore baby girl
2: no mm-hmm. and I'm glad at it because it's like like you said, I mean, I can make the same choice right. as I made every time. But like I'm consciously saying I want to do something different. Right. I sat and wrote down everything that I was to accept. Yeah. And one of those things was only emotional available, mm-hmm. emotionally available. So it's like if I meet somebody, even if I like them, yeah. if I know that they're not open, right. I'm not going to be like, well, let's just give it a shot. Yeah. That's a waste of my time. Right, because I can't work on you to become that. Like right. you have to grow to right. to be that In this space with me. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, and it's and it's their choice, right? You know, like
1: absolutely,
2: yeah. You might miss out on a good thing, though, playa.
1: Right. No, that's a and that's I need your number, and that's that, and that's a fact. But <laughs> I was, I was, um, <laughs> I thought that. I was going to be in a space to, like, start dating again. So I have a couple of friends that are really successful in online dating. Mm. And they keep, like, they were saying, like, oh, just download Hinge again. Just download it again. So I was like, okay, whatever. I downloaded it again a couple weeks ago. And, well, more than a couple weeks ago. And I was like, okay, I'm going to stay open or I'm going to try to stay open. I was going back to back and forth between that, like, am I going to stay, I was like, I'm going to stay open or I'm going to try to stay open, whatever, like, and I don't think, like, you know, I come to the conclusion that I don't think online dating is for me, but anyway, yeah, <clears throat> you know, obviously I match with some guys or whatever, and it's like, it's just not going anywhere, but there's one guy I matched with, um, we had, we were talking, and he started asking me what my sign was o- off the rip. And I'm just like.
2: So you're already trying to discredit me?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> he was like, what's your sign? I'm like, I'm like, why does it matter? You know? Because I'm like, I don't even know you, nigga. Like, I don't, I don't, th- like, if that's your first question out the gate, like, I'm already skeptical of
0: you
2: anyway. See, I don't like questions overall. Yeah. I want us to get to know each other in a truly organic way. Yeah. Like, I just want to talk. Right. Like, I will find out what your interests are, who you be with, right? Via conversation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I hate when they show up with that questionnaire, like, all right, so now, right, what's your this or what do you do with it? No, none and of they that. They're
1: already like jumping down. I don't like that shit either. That's what I'm like. I think like this, I don't know how I feel about the online day. And I'm like, it's not for me, but you know, I remember um, this girl that I work with, and we. You know, we do marketing together, and she was saying like she she downloaded Hinge too, and she was saying like her downloading Hinge was just putting herself out there, right, in the universe, saying like yes, I want to date, and like even if a date doesn't come from this app, like
2: I'm right. just saying
1: that this is what I want to do. So I was kind of going in with that mm-hmm. same mind frame, but even though like I'm not really ready to date because like I want to be in my career first, but anyway.
2: But the um, thing is, the thing about that is, I totally get it, and I see where you're coming from. But you could miss out on a totally quality, correct match. But I match.
1: can't focus. That's the thing. Like I, I can't focus, and maybe I'm not good at multitasking as I, as good as I think I am, but. Like, I can't focus on trying to date somebody and trying to make this transition because this is also something really new for me, like trying to (coughs) transition into a career. Like, Mm -hmm. um, because I've never done that before. Like, I've always just taken jobs because I needed money, not because, like, I've been intentional. And so it's like, I don't 100% know how to navigate career transitioning. So it's like, it has been you know a lot emotionally because i'm just like i feel like you know i'm stuck i'm not really moving along because like i'm still at my job i don't want to be here and so like i'm just trying to figure out how to navigate those emotions first before like i bring somebody into my life if that makes sense and it's like i could casually date but it's like i'm still not going to be focused like i know that you know like
2: Mm
1: because i ended up Well, obviously, I matched with a lot of guys, but one guy...
2: Obviously.
1: (laughs) But one guy, he, um, we ended up video chatting, and um, what happened? And, you know, he asked me out, and then, like, you know, I was going through it with the going back and forth with my job or whatever. And so, um, you know, I wasn't feeling, like, in the space to really give him that attention because I'm like, if I go, like am I going to be focused? Am I going to be attentive? You know, and it's like, I don't want to waste his time either. So, you know, I ended up telling him, like, you know, I'm kind of good on... um, I I was like, I prematurely jumped back on this app, you know, and it's like, I don't want to waste your time or drag you into this because it's like, I kind of have a lot going on, you know, with my job right now, and it's like, you know, let me just take a pause. It doesn't mean that, you know, I can't go back into it, but this is my main priority right now so yeah it's like i get and it's like that's what i'm saying like if i do decide when i go back into dating again like i'm not gonna stop working on myself but i know that i have a goal to move out of this place right. <laughs> you know like because it's too much going on there and i don't want to be the person to be like oh how was your day and it's like i'm miserable because i hate this place you know like i haven't figured it out yet so
2: i think that's what i mean when i say i don't want somebody codependent yeah because i honestly don't want to be like racing into something Mm -hmm. because i have so much to do Mm -hmm. so it's like let's just vibe yeah you know like Mm -hmm. can we get together once a week yeah. Or can we just, you know, casually discuss every day or every other day? Or do are you still alive? Send a smoke signal. <laughs> you know, like, right. it don't even have to be nothing major because yeah. I have so much to do. Right. And I have, you know, my kids and right. all these brands I'm trying to, to yeah. In. And my own brands. Yeah. Like, right. if you're not uh, about to be a helpmate in all aspects of my life, like, we just need to, like, move as slowly as possible because i can't have you thinking that i'm gonna drop everything to be like at your beck and call right because that ain't happening
1: yeah no for sure um yeah i i agree with that like but i'm just like because i feel like some niggas they get caught up in their feelings too and i'm just like i and it's like, I didn't know him that well. And, like, we talked, we only talked one time, and it's like, we all, and then we were on the app, too, talking. So, it was like, it didn't feel real personable for me to be like, okay, maybe I can, you know, go out with him and see, like, how he feels about where I'm at in my life. And, yeah. like if he can deal with this type of thing. Like, um... I didn't get that energy or that vibe from him where it was like, okay, maybe I can take a chance because, like, we had such a great connection. And it was right. Like, it wasn't like that. And it was like, that's all I was like, okay, we're just like letting it go and moving on because I'm just like, I'll find. And if, you know, I'm not saying that, I'm not actively looking. If I, if I'm out somewhere and a guy's, you know, he's like, oh, you know, like, I want your number or whatever, I would not be opposed to it, because I prefer to meet guys out in public anyway. Yeah. The online dating is not my jam. Mm -hmm. I do it, I did it, and I tried, because, like, my friends have found boyfriends from that shit, so I'm just like, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe I, you know, need to switch it up, I need to take a break, I need to get my energy right to attract that guy, and... I have to also be okay with maybe online day it's not my avenue you yeah know? like I've tried it I've tried I've only I only started trying it when I moved here to Houston too like it wasn't something that I was um doing when I was living in Connecticut like I would meet guys out in public you know what I mean like that was always my thing so I don't know if I translate well online.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think online dating yeah. is my thing either. Like, yeah, people are always telling me I need to try it, but I'm like, bro. Yeah, it's like, like I need to a hit or miss. Yeah,
1: thing. like it really isn't hit or miss. Like, and some people are really successful, and I'm not negating that. Like, some people get married from finding their. Some pe- I've seen it.
2: Girl, I had a stint on OK Cupid. Mm-hmm and I met this guy girl yeah I think that was it Mm. all them years ago I met this guy and he was cool we started seeing each other or whatever but like he just kind of lost it like when I was free because we weren't committed Mm -hmm. and I was like you know out with my friends and he lost it was like cussing me out text message my phone died and I was like oh Wow. No, so. A red flag yeah. Never
1: seen one before?
2: But I was really proud of myself because I was like, Nah, bruh. Yeah. And I went ahead and was like, This ain't gonna work for me. Yeah. I was really proud of myself because I cut that off before it got too, too bad. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, cause that's tough. Some, I've, and I'm not gonna put anybody's name out there, but I'm just like, you know, once you see. If it's only the beginning and you start seeing stuff like that that is a red flag right. do not collect 200 dollars. do not keep going mm-hmm. um because it's only gonna get worse it's like you we only in month one and you over here cussing me out about right being out with my friends like that's concerning Girl.
2: i was like okay so no yeah so no mm-hmm. and i mean i'm not gonna lie like i've been um in the past aggressive yeah. in in my excitement yeah. in a relationship Me and probably too. have acted just like that yep. but I work mm-hmm. really hard to, to like be there yeah anymore, to right. not be there anymore to be like okay we don't go together right. this person is allowed to do, to whatever, do whatever they, they want to do just yeah. like I am able to do whatever I want to do right. so like just do whatever you want to do like right. if you're meant to be in a situation that's like exclusive or whatever you will be right you don't have to force it you don't have to be trying to um strong-arm people showing up at places they're at and stuff like that cussing them out via text message like that's not necessary
1: yeah it's definitely not necessary so when you see red flags how do you go about ending that relationship whether it's with a friend or a romantic partner um do you ghost them do, or do you like talk it out because i know um, a lot of people like that's the thing to do now is to ghost people
2: Um, I don't agree with ghosting because I feel like that's not nice. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, like let people know, like even dude that I was going to go out with today, like initially I was like, no, I'm not going to be able to do this. So I just told him, you know, I'm not dating right now. Mm. But when I decided I was dating, I was like, I'm going to go ahead and let this dude know Yeah. because I did tell him I wasn't, Right. you know, um, and he was like i appreciate your honesty because i mean i could have easily wasted his time i could have ghosted on him yeah and i just felt like i i wouldn't want somebody to treat me that way yeah so i try not to do that to people you know like if there's anything that would hurt me Mm -hmm. i try not to do it to somebody else right
1: yeah i i don't i wouldn't say that i kind of Ghost when I see red flags but I have ghosted people in the past because of my own shit not because of anything that they have done but like I definitely or sometimes like when you see red flags or it's just not working out it kind of like dwindles off and it's like or we're just getting into arguments Mm -hmm. but I definitely now that I'm older and I'm more experienced with dating like I definitely you know I try not to do that I try not to ghost people I remember this guy that I follow on Twitter, he was saying, like, ghosting is closure, and I'm just like... Okay. I guess, like, if it's mutual, like, you guys just, you mutually never contact each other again, like, maybe that's the closure, but I feel like if you talking to somebody, and, like, you know, say, for example, I'm texting this guy or whatever, and it's like, you know, I say something that he doesn't like, and then I don't hear from him ever again, but it's like, we was just kicking it like a day ago and it's like what happened you know like i feel like when things like that come up like you should say something and you should close the chapter keep it moving because it doesn't mean that you know hopefully the other person is mature enough to be accepting of whatever it is that you're telling them and just right like, okay like this is where they at boom we're gonna leave it alone we're gonna keep it moving
2: hmm
1: but um yeah, I, I definitely – well, I said it earlier, like, the guy on Tinder uh, – not Tinder, who? Um <laughs> <laughs> on Hinge, like, I, I was trying – I definitely did my best, to be honest, instead of, like, you know, because I deleted the app, but, like, getting on there, just never contacting him ever again because, like, I thought about it, but I'm like, nah, that's kind of fucked up, like, to be like, you know, just disappear on him, and at least he knows, like, okay, if – It's not anything that he did, but it wasn't like I didn't feel enthusiastic enough about it to keep it, you know, keep it going either. So, yeah. Um, But what tips or tricks do you have to share about red and green flags that you want to leave with the people?
2: Um, Well, I would just say um, begin with learning yourself Mm -hmm. and figuring out what it is that you – uh, want and need because I mean there's things that we need to in our relationships Yeah. Um, like one of mine is absolutely my partner can't be codependent and mm-hmm. must be open to uh, communicate mm-hmm. um, but before I knew who I was I wasn't able to you know really define what it was that was was a red flag so I was just like oh I want somebody to like me I like somebody Right. so definitely get to know yourself and make sure that you're um, not making those choices based on uh, being needy or your own codependency or choosing people who are emotionally unavailable because you're also emotionally unavailable because when you aren't available, you will not intentionally, but intentionally choose partners who won't commit to you because you're still afraid of that. Yeah. And then and this is what I found myself doing was chasing these men who weren't prepared to commit and so I was like devastated after and I will never forget the moment that I said to myself you are doing this on purpose yeah and I just cried because I was like you trying to kill yourself or something (laughs) making these bad choices Mm -hmm. but you know just be aware yeah just be aware Mm -hmm. like really check yourself go to therapy if you need to Yep. to figure out why you're making the choices you're making so that you can start making different choices because i think we're supposed to be partnering up whether it be same sex or not you know right yeah we're supposed to be
1: build that community that's right like i think i think like having a village around you um you know and not the the village that you were given but like choosing a village for you is really important as you get older because you know your family is not always going to understand where you're at in your life because a lot of us a lot of you know we have older parents Mm -hmm. and stuff and it's like they if you notice a lot of our parents grandparents they're stuck in one way of thinking so it's like it's important that you start vetting people to be in your village whether it's a, a romantic partner or you know friendship or your employer if you know you're deciding to work for somebody mm-hmm. that's important um, but understanding your values is a great way to like notice red and green flags you know um, understand like what you need in your life and obviously that does come with knowing yourself and experiences Um, so you know even if you think like you've gotten over an experience it's good to talk about it like even when I feel like you know something may be small like sometimes it'll pop up back in my head and I may have to talk about it talk through it in therapy and like that helps me you know ding it's a light that comes on it's like oh okay like this is what I've been trying to like understand or chase or whatever so it's like talking through it journaling reflecting Um, that's how you understand your values and like that's how you know when you can that's how you can detect red and green flags in relationships mm-hmm. okay um, so yeah I just wanted to talk about green flags because we do spend a lot of time talking about red flags and you know we want to focus on positive and like it doesn't mean that this other person is not going to do things to get on your nerves mm-hmm. but like you know make sure that you know you're creating the life that you want um that's really important um to live your best life too absolutely so where can people find you Sheba
2: oh you said you're you Michelle can, today. You, you can you can <laughs> i don't have the wine (laughs) um okay so you can listen to my uh podcasts um at between us girls podcast and my brand creative af um i changed my my instagram name for a minute to at jehoshiba 54 because i felt like i needed to stand up in it Mm -hmm. i needed somebody to know i was sheba Uh, but it will probably be going back to at um, Ms Creative AF. So, um, and then if you want to see me and my kids, um, some of the stuff that we're doing, it's at Mish So I got a lot going on. That's good. But that's I'm
0: exciting. here to
2: help y'all. You know, like I came to help the Black creative. Yeah. Like I don't know why I was given this this duty, but yeah, you know I have to do my work. So
1: for sure. So if you're somebody that's you know needing assistance with building a brand. Um, Michelle is the girl for you. Um, I am doing some freelance work as well with social media management and marketing. So um, that's the career that I'm transitioning into. So if you're somebody that needs assistance with um, your marketing, you know, you guys can hit me up on the podcast page. Make sure you're following Facts of Life on um, Instagram at Facts of Life Podcast. And, um, oh yeah, make sure you're subscribing to the YouTube. Well, it's my YouTube right now, but um, we, Zakia, <laughs> is working on uploading um, all of the videos that I do have because I did have some deleted, but there are a few up, but make sure you're subscribing to the YouTube and to Apple Podcasts um so that we can stay in the know you can stay in the know we can have conversation and dialogue and I want to thank you guys for listening and enjoy the rest of your week and I'll talk to you guys later